0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show was Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, City Ranch Boot Company, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. The Brazos Landing, Quit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show.
1: And uh, we are off and running on this Tuesday, extremely busy day. We've got all kinds of stuff up happening in the football world because folks have arrived in Indianapolis to the combine and uh, this is uh, this is a big time of year and we're hearing from GMs we're hearing from head coaches. Uh, we are we're not hearing from the Cowboys head coach because he was told to stay home <laughs> stay home and keep working on the keep working on the scheme. you and Mike he didn't get to go last year. They're not letting him go this year. They may run him in there, let him talk to the media one day, and then they're going to send him on home. Mike McCarthy not allowed to attend. Uh Cam Stewart has been allowed to attend today's show. Thanks, and we're proud of him for that. And it's going to be fast-paced. We're going to have to stay on point. Uh oh. we we I mean this is we got two great guests lined up and then I have, I mean, I have fought and clawed and lobbied, Aaron can can tell you this, can confirm, for extra real estate today and have been told at every turn, no, no, Mosley, you'll have to be off the air by a certain time. So, Cam, welcome to the show. Welcome to this fast-paced show today that we've put together.
2: Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. But I got to say, you and I needing to keep on track, mm-hmm. this- this could get ugly.
1: I'm going to well, try my best today, Matt. Just let it be known. I, and I'm going to try my best. I've been around Aaron in this scenario, and while I wish Aaron would just kind of roll with me, and he mostly does, but when he's been commanded to do something, Aaron's doing his job. he man. will follow orders. And so about 4 o'clock, if I'm still talking, there will be a moment where it's just like, boom. It's just, just gonna gone. be me. It's gonna be just, me going da 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 no, you'll, da that's you'll all be too. You'll be no we mid sentence. He will be Soprano be, style. <laughs> straight to w- watching the to clock. Black. I mean I've thought about ramping this up and really but I at this point, I tell you what, four o'clock, we're gonna clear out because we need to get ready for that uh women's broadcast tonight, okay? Game starts at five. And then we want to start kind of getting ready to get everybody on right at four o'clock. And and we want to hear from, uh, oh, Lori and Derek. Be a big night uh, for the Bears. They're in Cincinnati. They are in Cincinnati, the Queen City.
2: I got to tweet at Janet Van Geitenbeek's dad today because he has joined his daughter in Cincinnati, posted some pictures. And I got to drop a fun fact. You ever seen the Roebling Bridge in Cincinnati, Mosley?
1: Now, do we think he thought this was a fun fact? Has yeah, he, he did. He responded as much as such. Okay. No, I don't. I, I've seen some of the bridges. They're not They're not anything it's like no our Jaylen suspension bridges. bridge. Well, no. it's funny you say that, Matt, because he posted some
2: pictures of him and Jana on that bridge. And I said, hey, Tony, Van Geitenbeek, d- did you know that the designer of the Roebling Bridge is the same person who designed the Waco suspension bridge? Wow. That is a fun Hello. fact. That is fun, I'll tell Aaron you. What. Like that, was I was Aaron like that fact.
3: I do. I was. I was. He also I had did a very, break. very sarcastic comment, loaded and ready, when yeah. it wasn't a fun pack, but it was.
2: But here I am, like Jacoby Walter himself, silencing the crowd with with a little blowing of the kiss for him and
1: for me. It's a fun fact that's actually fun as heck. Tony. Tony reached out to me on the side and has asked that maybe you don't you spend a little bit too much time talking about Jana recently. <laughs> and the, had the a great guy, season, big family. He thinks that maybe you're paying a little bit too much attention and uh, has asked us to kind of step away from that. No, to be got, fair, I might be more of a Tony fan. Tony's got a great sense of humor. He's on Tony. he's he a is good a guy. Funny guy. Should we get Tony on? I think we should. Actually, that would be a great idea. Let's book him at four o'clock today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will. I, I will get him on this show, he's and we'll funny, talk about man. bridges There's and
1: some of that stuff he says about Jana. I mean, he's just very funny about all that. Right? Do you have anything prepared for Mac Rhodes? today? Mac is going to join us at three forty. Uh, have you done any prep on that? Uh, I found out he's the director of athletics, Baylor.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Um, yeah. Hired Kelvin Sampson at UH. I'm sure if you were aware of that. Yeah, I believe I hired Tom Herman up. as well
1: uh, at UH. Yeah.
2: Done a done but a we, pretty we, good job. We were, I, I do know
1: of Mac's work. We were asking one time about Tom Herman. Could that be a fit at Baylor? And somebody told and it wasn't Mac, but somebody said, I don't think he would be a culture fit here. <laughs> <laughs> that was you remember that was like the guy
2: that that oh, yeah. cycle when they when they oh, hired yeah. Rule. The names oh, we heard also, were
1: Herman and Fleck, and uh, I was weirdly, kid, they I won was out big time. I was him on Fleck. I, where was he? Central something, Michigan? Uh, Central Michigan, yeah. Oh, I was asking all or kinds Western of... Western Central Michigan. He he said to some group, I will Western. not respond to any specific names. He was speaking in front of a group, but I said... What do you think of the Central Michigan program? Oh, he, he people kinda like that. Uh, Mac even got a kick out of that. I I was a big I was big on that train.
2: I'm I'm glad it didn't work out because that sleeping giant he went to at Minnesota is still in hibernation.
1: I would say they're slightly better. I mean But it's just I mean, an
2: unwinnable situation. It's like being it's like stoops at
1: Kentucky. He's done all he can there. Like, That's not unwinnable. He's done. He's it, done great. You win he's eight done games. right there. I know, but I'm saying he's better than everybody before him. Right. But but if you can't win a conference championship, what's the point? You know,
2: nothing against Stoops. He's a heck of a coach, clearly. But like Kentucky's that way. Um, like I just Minnesota, Indiana is is even worse, but still in that category. Like, <laughs> I just like you're that just everybody's never gonna like do it.
1: They they're great at baseball apparently. Huh, oh, yeah, Lee. pretty good,
2: <laughs> I guess. The, they were ranked. I'll give them I'll
1: give them that. I'll give Baylor that. Baseball. But, hey, boy. at 3 at 3:20 today, Michael Woodson Baylor uh men's tennis coach. Wow. Did you have you seen what they have coming up tomorrow? Oh yeah. Number 1 baby. Coming <sighs> to town. Did you know that team was Who's that? Ohio State? Yeah. Did you know they were that great at tennis? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, Matt, I'm I'm not going to lie
2: to you. I had no idea. And if you asked me if like <sighs> what school is even halfway good at tennis, I could not tell you. I could well, tell no you Baylor's, Baylor's always is. halfway good. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You know, that's
1: Florida. It. Sure. Florida it, had that's that a, that's guy a state. Yeah. Aggies are pretty a, good. Aggies have been pretty they good. They beat the a tie this year. TCU has a great program. Is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's kind of into this. Aaron's ready for the Michael Woodson experience. And I think he has a younger brother that's like some kind of huge Baylor recruit or commit. Uh, yeah, I have heard about that. Yeah, was that to the two thousand twenty-three class? I mean, or 24, 24 maybe? Kind of exciting. We'll Why don't we ask him? Woodson knew. Well, I, I think that's what's when that we thing ought about to, your brother again? We ought to know. We ought to know going. That's one again. of those Why great. Don't you, would you mind Mike, Googling how long that? have you been here at Baylor? <laughs> I know all these. I follow the tennis program. I know you do. So if you if you don't have anything to share hey, tennis wise, you, you can just have you played you Just walk him? down the hall and hang out with Stephanie Sports Corner. I've already done that today. War, warm for?
2: reception. Uh, have you have you played against Michael Woodson? Or oh, have I played tennis with yeah, yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. No. No. No, he played so, college tennis. That's not. I, I would, that just, would not. There goes one of my questions. I was going to ask him to break down your game, and, and no, the he has seen my game.
1: Course. And of course, I'm. Looks like I will have to go to the doctor. Oh, looks no. like I am going to have to get some oh, X-rays. No. I maybe I maybe I should ask him some medical questions to see if he could point alternatives me in the right to surgery.
2: There. I think you know a good yeah. one. <laughs> I don't know. Sponsor what you're of the about. show. Um yeah, Vic, you should ask him about that.
1: All right, All like right. you I'm
2: can right. even do it as a hypothetical. Like, hey, let's say one of your Ooh, one of your players was practicing with the wrong footwear, rolled his ankle on what was a really
1: nice return. Yeah, um, you I know, how I, would you that handle a, that? I hit a winner on that return. Mac Rhodes at three forty. Let's was, ask him about this huge tennis matchup. Kind of want to get his take on that. And I thought we would do some stuff like, what about these models? Uh, that are coming I mean, out in the in the uh, oh. <laughs> the uh, college football playoff. Yeah, the CFP. May these may see, I knew you were going to go that route when I right <laughs> when I finished that sentence. I'm like, this is not going to go well. <sighs> CFP models. I mean, can can we just for a moment be happy about 12, or do we have to immediately take it to 14 or 16? Let's see where he is on the CFP modeling. You know, Mac is a member of the CFP Selection Committee. Have you looked at those other committee members? Let's see. Um, Another old Baylor football guy. Yeah. Ward Manuel. Stephanie (laughs) Fox. What's that guy? Ward Manuel at uh, Michigan I mean, I still don't – I'm not going to ask him this because that would be a weird thing to ask, Mac. But, like, how can you – the the main guy – You I mean, you need the head of CFP, the executive or whatever he is. You need that man to be above reproach. You I mean, you can't have him be a part of a big cheating scandal. Yeah. And we're going to put the what Michigan man and we're going to put him front and center in the CFP selection committee. Goodness gracious. Oh, 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 I got one. I got one. Uh, how about Mac Rhodes on court storming? We'll I, w- I think that would be a great question. In fact, it was one of the ones
2: on my mind. Okay, you can ask not We haven't really had a problem in the Big 12, I don't think. And yeah. these problems are rare, this Filipowski thing. But I don't think we've had a problem with it in the Big 12. And we obviously don't do it much here at Baylor because... We're such a good
1: program. We don't need to do that. Basketball. Yeah. What if the students want to run out there after a Kansas win Saturday though? Do you think that do you think Mac would be like, stay in those sta- seats, or do you think he would be kinda like, hey, get out here and have fun? See Get out here is interesting. on this court. This is interesting because Mac
2: I ideally, idealistically, I should I say I think he likes would fun. absolutely let them do it. But look, I'm yeah. not trying to call anybody out. But Matt, you and I have seen the security around the Foster Pavilion. It's that, that would <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I like how much they're like. bodying people, bodying students I, away from the players I, down
1: there. I think they got good length. Some of those guys have good been length, basketball players. No, I do think those guys have good they wingspan. Some feet. of the women, some of the women are new. These are no shrinking violets down there in those gold coats. No, if you I'm say so, that most of these cave, the cavemen for Christ or whatever we call them now, the bear, <laughs> the den, bear pit, the bear pit, it's only been like I, 20 years. Those those folks would get turned away. I mean, they they would get treated like Kyle Filipowski. Yeah, to be honest with you, like I, I'm trying to think back to
2: when I was a student and I always did want to rush the floor. I Maybe I'm just so high and mighty, but I really don't think I would have had the urge to talk crap to a. To Hunter Dickinson or something,
1: I'd rather Aaron, just like go think, out there and celebrate personally. But hey, do you think if Cam had enough pops in him? Let's think well, back to yeah, Cam at age true. nineteen. Do you think Cam might have run by Filipowski or whoever? It would whoever take was the a most lot hated big, of Doctor Big Twelve. Yeah, I'm to give afraid. me that kind of confidence. I'm afraid you would. seven one Hunter Dickinson. I do think you would you would have mouthed <laughs> off at, like uh, who was oh, playing? i Who I'm was playing when you I were was. an undergrad? Who was good? Who was? Oh, uh, well, we. I had, had my court, Kansas team. I
2: had my court storming pants on as a freshman when number one Oklahoma came to town. That was Buddy, Buddy Heald. Yep. Uh, Kansas had Perry Ellis still, if you can still believe it. They had Frank Mason <laughs> my sophomore <laughs> junior
1: year um uh, mason had those great green eyes you remember that he had a he had a he, had, he was a really he had some interesting eyes great player interesting eyes yeah i do remember he really that did. Yeah. he really did who were
2: the other studs i don't remember uh in the conference buddy healed was the best player in the conference probably the whole time i was there k-state
1: would have been uh jacob Pullen. Would have been no, we missed. Thing. I missed Pulling. and Pullen then was you, you gone. missed out on Steve. Prom Got going Dean eight Wade. for 0 for eighteen. 0 and 18. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> what about Halliburton? You might have seen Halliburton in person. Oh, back I might in the have day. just missed him. Tyrese Halliburton. I'm okay, let's get ready. Be. Anyway, let's get ready. It's t- it's major. One of the great tennis coaches in the country,
4: Michael Woodson, joins us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. At City Ranch Boot Company, customers have the option to buy off the shelves or design a -a one-of-a-kind custom-made boot with your preferred logo. City Ranch Boot Company's inventory includes boots, belts, wallets, and ladies' purses. Owner Jay Kelly was a Baylor football letterman in the 1980s. He's a longtime importer of exotic leather and has plenty of ostrich, elephant, crocodile, python, and hippo leather from which to choose. His wife and four of his five children attended Baylor University. City Ranch Boot Company, just around the corner from Hellberg Barbecue on Highway 185 between Crawford and China Spring. Call 254-855-7225 at cityranchboot.com and Facebook. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4.
2: The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com.
4: The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include Akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com.
3: In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts project managers and estimators plus they're offering summer internships evening shift only works four days a week monday through thursday also a one dollar differential pay is offered for evening shifts after 90 days of full-time employment alamo steel offers pto and a comprehensive benefit plan including medical dental vision short and long-term disability life insurance and 401k full-time positions are 40 hours plus a week hourly employees are paid weekly at Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview.
0: Hey, it's always one of the biggest sales of the year in Saab right now. The huge trade-in day sales event at the new Volkswagen of Waco. Trade in and trade up while we've got bigger selection and better prices. Great deals on used cars like BMWs and Mazda's, Chevys, Kias, Nissans, Ford Broncos, lots more. Easy credit, and we're paying top dollar for trades. Hey, it's trade in days at Volkswagen of Waco at Volkswagen of Waco.com. It's a better place, it's a better way to buy a car.
5: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue.
1: Call James at 254-422-5375. That's
4: 254-422-5375. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Michael Woodson now joining us on the Mosley Show. Michael, great to be with you on the eve of this huge I mean this this is gonna be fun this match number one comes to town bears up to number 14 uh Ohio State I mean you're gonna be a packed house at the herd and uh, this is a uh, this is a very exciting time and uh, thank you for uh, thank you for being with us do you have any tickets over there uh is there uh, what's what's the ticket situation looking like I, I would imagine people are kind of getting fired up for this one six o'clock tomorrow night.
6: Well, first of all, just super excited to, to be here and connect with you again. Uh, happy to be on. Uh, yeah, definitely really looking forward to tomorrow night. Uh, the You know, for, for tennis here at Baylor, it's it's free of charge. Uh, so, you know, we do we do draw really well. I think we do our marketing and fan engagement staff are excellent in providing opportunities and promotions and different things that they get people in the door to watch watch the Bears play. And, and it's a great product. And so once we've. Once you've come once, you're going to find yourself coming back. So we expect there to be a, a really great crowd uh, tomorrow night, and we're giving away Chick-fil-A sandwiches. We're doing hot chocolate uh, uh, giveaway as well, and, uh, yeah, it should be a, a ton of fun.
1: Now, are you a Chick-fil-A guy? Are you, um, Michael, or are you more of a nugget? Do you like the spicy chicken sandwich or, or the morning – the chicken biscuit, which direction do you yeah, go there?
6: Gosh, I, I'm just a big Chick-fil-A person in general, but I definitely like the spicy sandwich for lunch. And, and if I have the opportunity for breakfast, I'm, I'm a big biscuit guy. So being from North Carolina, that's that's important to me.
1: I've seen you. I don't think you're mixing in a ton of that. Like the fried food does not strike me. <laughs> I don't think you're out looking for shrimp po'boys or anything like that. Although North Carolina, now some lowland-type Grit, shrimp and grits or some things like that, you may, you may try that on occasion, right? On occasion,
6: I love a good barbecue. It's In North Carolina, it's vinegar-based, and I'm a big fan of that. But, you know, I have to get my exercise in to try to keep that off.
1: <laughs> well, how's your team feeling going into this one? A great one over SMU the other day. It's a great team. They put so much money and, and everything behind that program. So anytime you can, you could can take SMU down, I think that's a great thing. Uh, where the team's obviously moving up in the rankings. what's kind of where's the, where's the mental state of the, the team and how are, how are you feeling about things right now going into this big one?
6: You know we feel really good about about where we're at and I, I think you know one thing I try to do with these guys, no matter the year or the situation is, is to make sure that we're continuing to move forward and that we're honest with our feedback and, and the areas that we need to develop in win or lose. Uh, and SMU was one of those matches where we were able to, to do some great things and compete really well under pressure, but probably didn't prepare as well as we needed to um, as, as our guys have had some success and, and uh, gained confidence, I think it's caused us to get a little bit complacent um, in some areas. And I think that's very natural for a young team. Uh, We've got so many freshmen and sophomores on this team uh, that are very talented, but, uh, you know, need to, need to gain some, some experience and and matches like SMU certainly help us do that. And uh, they're all really looking forward to the opportunity tomorrow night. And I think, you know, we're going to, we're going to learn some things about ourselves and, uh, about each other, but but also uh, I think they're very confident that they're ready for a, for an opportunity like this and, and that we can get it done.
1: Cam Stewart, go ahead and ask Coach a question.
2: Well, thank you very much, Matt. Appreciate that. Uh, coach Woodson, you know, you talked about a little bit there, the, the complacency that's come over some of your younger players. And you know, obviously, you look ahead, it's number one team in the country coming in tomorrow, but you guys have already played number five. You swept number five. So having that experience earlier in the season, do you think that allows for you know your younger players to get that focus back really quickly, knowing that knowing what it takes to beat a top five team?
6: I for sure, um, you know, we we definitely know what it takes to go in and and prepare and give ourselves a chance to win against a, a top ten, top five team. Uh, and I think that their sense of urgency is up given the the quality of the opponent, and I think that will help us a ton uh having done it already to play top teams and win um you know will give us that little bit of extra confidence and you know I think uh what we need to see now is is can we do it against the very best um right now in our country the in college tennis, Ohio State is the best, they just won the national indoor championship and uh, we're going to have that opportunity to to really measure ourselves and and where we're at um, and as important as this match is and as much fun as it's going to be uh, we're we're looking to be the best team at, at the end of April and going into May and so uh, we need to play the best in order to figure out what it's going to take to get there.
1: where are Perle and then Velts they've been alternating between courts one and two. Um, where are they right now in terms of kind of how you view them? And it's kind of be kind of nice to, to have different folks you can go to uh, at the top like that. But kind of how do you feel uh, about them going into this?
6: I feel really good about those guys. Um, you know, Teddy's been with us for a few years now, fifth year senior. Uh, so much experience has accomplished so much as, as an individual and, a, and as part of this team. Uh, that he's he's really done a great job of, of leading from the front over the past, you know, two years. And then uh, Jean Borre, we call him Z, uh, he has come a long way. You know, he, he climbed to the, the really the rankings of the team and, and the national rankings over last year to, to become all big 12 and singles and doubles and has really come into his own this year. And so to have him uh, get those opportunities to play at the number one position and, and have success has meant a lot for us. And, I think it, it helps the other guys as well, you know, knowing that we have guys like that going out, uh, feeling confident, um, you know, and, and kind of leading the team into battle every match uh, makes it a lot easier for the guys, the middle bottom of the lineup to go out and, and confidently swing away.
2: And coach kind of going back to that game tomorrow or that match tomorrow, you, the, tennis team Twitter account actually put out the last time number one was in town. That was back in 2015 and there were 1500 people there. I think that's just a little before you got to Baylor. Have you been able to see what that environment was like? And what are you expecting in terms of an environment? We know that Baylor students come out pretty good for, for the tennis team, but it's a whole different animal when number one's in town. Uh,
6: yes. And I would challenge everybody to to make the the effort to be able to come to tomorrow night. You know, it's, we've played the number one team a lot. We, we haven't played them at home a ton. Um, You know, just the way it works out uh, that we're really excited to, to get this, this chance. And we've had a few crowds that have been, you know, 1800 to 2200 in my time here, and they are unbelievable experiences for everybody involved. And uh, you know, we, we also draw really well at the indoor, which can't fit as many, but packs and it gets really loud. And so, uh, it's it's going to be fun to see uh, you know our Baylor family show up for this one. I know you know with the promotions, with the level of the team, with how exciting our team is, uh, you know it's going to be a great combo. And I, I hope people choose to spend their Wednesday night with us. I, I think they'll be in for a treat.
1: Michael Woodson on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Cam Stewart alongside, uh, Alcaraz versus Nadal. Are you like me? Is that uh, I mean you love watching these pros that Netflix made for TV special, I think it's on the 3rd, is that something that will kind of get your attention? I, I believe I saw it was like 2.30 in the afternoon, um, and I'm sure you're like me. You, you surf Netflix sometimes, not normally looking for <laughs> tennis on Netflix. Uh, does that does that get you excited thinking about a, a match like that, especially since we haven't seen Nadal all. Uh, play in in so long. I guess he came back recently, but but we're still waiting to see him at close to peak form.
6: Yeah, for sure. Excited about that. I think, you know, to be able to pull off something like this uh, to get those two guys kind of the the, one of the past, you know, I think Nadal's hanging on a little bit, uh, you know, powerhouses in the game and and, uh, maybe the future of the game and and Alcaraz to have them play together and um, you know, I know how influential uh, Nadal has been on Alcaraz's life. And uh, to see them come together and play, I don't know if I'll be able to catch it live, but I will certainly watch it back.
1: All right. And then what about, uh, did I see Jensen Brooksby is, is going to be back in action, like his suspension has actually been shortened on a pill? I'm sure you've noticed that too, but that's got to be great news because I think that was about a – two-year ban he was facing and it's been reduced to I think I saw like 12 or 13 months um I mean that's you know for a former Baylor Bear that uh you know obviously the the program claims him and and always uh watches him that's got to be kind of exciting to see that news
6: he is thrilled um and and feels vindicated a bit uh you know and and uh I, I'm excited for him as well. I know it's been a really trying time with the injuries, that then, then the suspension, and he he felt like it, it you know it wasn't uh, it wasn't exactly fair. But uh, you know I'm I'm really excited that he was able to tell his story uh, and explain what what really happened, and and again to be able to be granted that relief is actually rare in tennis. Uh, And so it really speaks to, you know, his ability to explain really what happened. And I think he's learned a ton from this experience and been able to grow up through it. And, yeah, he'll be back, uh, you know, next week, uh, which I'm really excited that his suspension is lifted and that he'll be able to get back out there. He's been up in Dallas working really hard, and I'm super proud of him and excited to see him get back out on the tour.
1: Yeah, that would – man, Indian Wells is coming up. That's a fun one. I bet you've been to that. That just seems like an incredible – Environment. What about your freshman um, Devin Badenhorst? Um, the, you know, suffered his first loss in, in that SMU match, but still has an incredible record. I think it's eight eight and one. Got great length wingspan. We like to talk about in basketball. <laughs> but uh, how how do you? I mean, what's it been like to to watch him? And how does he? Sometimes people have to kind of learn how to use that amazing length, and it can either help or hurt you. I think in tennis, it certainly helps a lot more than hurts. Um, Where is he in that process, and and how quickly is he developing?
6: It's really been amazing uh, to to experience being a a part of his team, um, you know, and and working alongside him and and welcoming him into this family. Uh, He just has so much excitement to be a Baylor um, and for the opportunity that he's been given to work alongside these guys every day that uh, he's just taking off. I mean, just an amazing focus and intensity and and discipline uh, from him. And, you know, it's really not easy to, to play at this level as a freshman, and it's even harder to do it coming in in January and trying to get acclimated to not just, school and tennis, but living in a foreign country and, um, you know, English is your second language and um, everything. And so he has just been fantastic and he's far exceeded all of our expectations. Um, And, you know, I think it's funny. I I mean, I'll say it publicly because he and I talked about it yesterday. I think the loss was good for him. Uh, He, you know, he had won a ton early and it felt a little bit like he was invincible Um, And I think that it it got to him in practice where his mind would start to wander and, and uh, he would be, you know, not focused on the right much out of his training as he needed to, because frankly he was, he was winning uh, every match. And so uh, to come up to a situation where I thought he fought really hard against SMU, but, but got, got beaten in the end by a, by a great player, I think it really refocused him and, um put him back on the right path and and those learning moments um you know for for players are always better when you can lose and the team can win so it doesn't feel so bad uh so i am just really really proud of him and and happy to to have him here with us
1: all right it's great to see uh chris fronson out there having success and and just really it's going to be fun uh tomorrow evening six o'clock At the herd. Going to be a great crowd, great atmosphere. Baylor's one of the great programs in the country. And Michael Woodson took it over and just kept it rolling. And uh, Michael, we appreciate your time. Y'all have a great time out there. Go ahead and knock them off it while you're at it.
6: That's the plan. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's
1: always good to catch up. You bet. There he goes. Michael Woodson on the Matt Mosley Show talking some tennis. Next, the director of athletics at Baylor University,
4: Mac Rhodes, joins us. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
7: Hello, your Congressman Pete Sessions here, inviting you to join me to send a message to the liberals in Washington. And that message is, the Republican Party is America's best hope. Democrats want to divide America to empower a big federal government to control our lives. They have no respect for the rule of law. They've weaponized the IRS and created a battlefield for woke ideas that pit parents against schools as they take away parental rights. Confusion of men competing against women, men being in women's locker rooms. This has to stop. Meanwhile, Democrats' out-of-control spending is killing the American dream. I need your help to take the fight to the liberals' doorstep. The Republican primary is now open through March the 5th. Let's work together. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message.
2: Hey, Central Texas. The next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full-service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations, each are Hellberg barbecue specials. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg barbecue. Hellberg barbecue. Just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, and at hellbergbarbecue.com.
4: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
2: Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from six to 8.30 every morning, or from five to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC.
0: Don't miss the all new Belton Premier Gun Show at the Bell County Expo Center this weekend only hundreds of tables of guns knives ammo and accessories whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun knife or military collection they have what you're looking for visit their website beltongunshow.com or call 817-732-1194 the belton premier gun show at the bell county expo center this weekend only
1: wit Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations, same great quality, same great prices, two great locations, Gatesville and Marlin. wit Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection, metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need, a commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher price.
5: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue.
4: To the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Well, it's Matt Mosley, Cam Stewart, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rhodes now joining us. And, Mac, that was a uh, nice road win over TCU last night. I feel like uh, road wins are uh, more precious than ever right now. So, it almost counts as two, is what it kind of feels like to me when you're able to go on the road and get one of those. Uh,
8: I wish they did that kind of math in the standings, but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, oh, so, but, um, yeah, as, uh, as you said it, right. Anytime you can go, go on the road in, in this, uh, in this league, in the big 12 conference and, uh, get out of there with a, with a win. It's a uh, quite an achievement and certainly against your, your rival, you know, and, um, thought we were, you know, really good last night. You know, I think I was, a little bit worried, um, you know, just coming off the the Houston game. And, you know, um, I think the second half of the Houston game, we only played, you know, six players. And, you know, Langston wasn't able to, to, to play against Houston and then, you know, played again without Langston, you know, last night. So, but defensively, I thought we were pretty good to hold them to, you know, 33%. And, you know, Jalen Bridges came out and I thought, you know he uh, he was really good um, in terms of his leadership and making early shots and um, you know Jacoby loved him getting on the floor you know scrapping um, so it was a it was a uh, it was a really really good win
1: yeah and boy that UH atmosphere uh, against U of H that was really something the other day that second half first half wasn't so great second half the the crowd the explosions on that deep three from bridges um, that had to be kind of what you envisioned. two top-ranked teams going at it didn't go the Bears way but uh, I, I just feel like there were a lot of positives that came out of that what did you make of just that whole scene with uh, Houston coming in and, and the way the crowd sounded and the presentation and everything
8: well, uh, you know, I, I thought the, the, the second half when, you know, we, we really gave our, our fans something to cheer about, um, I think it's what we all envisioned when we thought about, you know, Foster Pavilion and a home court advantage. It it got loud. You know, any time you see the opposing team having to call out offense, you know, on a grease board and, um, and uh, you know, uh, lifting it in, in the air so that the... The, the the players can see it you know it's you know it's really really loud and uh so our fans were phenomenal i thought you know they uh they were a big part of the of the second half come, uh, comeback you know personally i was i was really proud of our team because um you know i i didn't think we matched their physicality or their toughness in the uh in the first half but um came out and uh in the second half and, and absolutely matched it. And, uh, you know, um, felt like first half, they got every 50, 50 ball. And I felt like, you know, in the second half, you know, um, those started to come our way. And again, we matched toughness and, and, uh, and aggressiveness and, uh, and fought our way back in. And so it was really, really proud of them. And, um, you know tough way to lose in in overtime but I think that's a game that you know serves you well uh, particularly when you when you head into March
2: And Mac I kind of wanted to bring up one of the the hot button topics of this week that being the, the storming the court storming the field would love to get your take on on how that should be done, whether it should be done, and just a hypothetical at you, if Baylor wasn't just as good a program as Kansas has been the last couple of years, and they beat the Jayhawks on Saturday, and the fans wanted to storm the court, would that be allowed? And would there be a system in place so that it is safe for everyone involved?
8: Yeah, we we do have a system in place. Um, Henry Howard and and Drew Pittman, you know, uh, two of our gentlemen that leave. That you know uh, lead our facilities area and game management, event management. Will Lattimore, uh, as well, that, that really handles all of the pavilion. Um, we have a system in place. Um, you know we're we're prepared. Uh, if you you looked toward the end of the uh, Houston game, I thought you know we were really in good position and 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 well prepared. You know, I would I don't know I would hate for Fort storming to go away I, I think it's you know um, it's a, it can be a special moment and in uh, uh, a special place in, in college basketball for you know for the, particularly for the for the students um, I think we've got to find a better way to, to do it though um, you know we've got to find a way uh, working with students working with fans where it can't be immediate you know there needs to be some lag time um, and, and so, so the, uh, the opposing team, you know, all of the opposing team can leave safely and, uh, and, you know, and, and every, you know, every school should be mandated to, to have a, a plan in place and a, and a pathway, a designated pathway that, you know, they know this is, this is how we're going to, this is how we're going to take the team, you know, everybody from the opposing team and, and get them off the court, you know, um, immediately following, swiftly following the, the game. So um, I, would, I would hate for it to, uh, to, to leave altogether. And Mac, that
2: is refreshing to hear, not only that, that that's something that you would like to stick around, but that you do believe there should be some lag to storm in the court because we've had a great run in athletics the last 10 or 12 years here. And I think the last time we stormed the field, it was a little bit early. So good to hear that we're going to do a lag next time
8: yeah I think if I remember right, that might have been the home game against Oklahoma and yeah. uh, mm. I think we called a timeout right at the right at the end or something and so yeah, yeah, we I were, would say it's not we the were, facility
2: we were, people's fault on that one
8: <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it was not it was not so um yeah, yeah I do remember that one so we'll <laughs> I, we'll have to clean that one up as well.
1: I'm with Billis. I'd like to see more arrests on the court. I'd like to see (laughs) people tackled. Yeah, I bet you will. More Um. more citations, that kind of thing. Um, Mac, what is the NIL space? Seems like there's been a lot of momentum. How's football looking in particular? I mean, I I think I've heard numbers that, boy, y'all might be looking to even kind of double what it's been what what's it looking like and then what do you as you do long term with nil because you don't know exactly what it's going to look like even two years or a year from now how do you kind of do the now and also plan for the later when it comes to to nil
8: yeah you know i i think you know we've certainly ramped up you know our our uh our name image and likeness efforts you know gxg you know our collective. Um, has been responsible for that, for ramping uh, uh, ramping it up and and uh, and and getting you know donors, fans, people to contribute. You know we'll more than double. Um, you know next year we'll more than double than, than what we did this year in terms of football specifically. Uh, you know there's there's a lot of fluidity as as you know that's happening in the name, image, likeness space. You know uh, a lot of talk about. You know, hey, it it could come in house, meaning, you know, is there is there a need for collectives anymore? Um, there's, you know, what happened, you know, just recently, the temporary restraining order in in the state of Tennessee, and you know, basically saying, hey, you can you can use name, image, and likeness deals, uh, at least right now in in that eastern district of Tennessee to to induce, you know, student athletes to to. You know, come to come to that institution. You know, for us right right now, um, in the state of Texas, Texas state law does not allow that. Obviously, the NCAA rules don't don't allow that. Um, you know, i I think we I think we need to get to a time and place where you can uh, show a student athlete you know what what his or her name, image, and likeness deal is going to be. Had this conversation earlier with with Chad Jackson or compliance person, you know uh, when you have an equivalency sports student athlete um, you know, a full scholarship is a full scholarship, but when you have an equivalency sports student athlete, they get a, a specific percentage and you're able to share what that percentage is. And then they go and say, well, how does this percentage and, and, you know, the cost tuition here compared to, you know, school, school X and the percentage they're giving me there. And so Um, but you know, like, like everything right now, um, it's evolving and you know, where it, where it finally lands. Um, I think we're going to have some clarity, you know, hopefully within the, within the 12 months and then for us, right. Um, you know, how we do it, how we handle it. Um, you know, how do we, how do we, you know, cast a wider net? How do we you know, bring, you know, more people uh, or how does GXG bring more people to the, to the table Um, so that, you know, most of the money, you know, that that's going to, to the collective is new money rather than money that's being redirected. And, uh, you know, right now, I think, you know, not, not only for Baylor, but just across the country, I would say that it's a higher percentage, the collectives, it's a higher percentage of, of monies that are are being redirected, that they were going to go somewhere else, and now are going going there, um, which you know cannibalizes some some other areas. And so, we've got to figure out how we how we uh, you know uh, cast a wider net. And um, you know we have plans and 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 uh, and strategy to to do that. But um, before you do that, we're we're hoping to get a little more more clarity where this thing where this thing ends up.
2: And Max, sticking with football a little bit, obviously a lot of shakeup in the last week or two in terms of coaches out the door, coaches coming in. And you had said it during the season this year, you know, you were having talks with, with Coach Aranda about how the offense should look. It's obviously going to be a new look this year with Jake Spavadol at the helm. And then a Mason Miller hire last week. And all signs in terms of what Coach Spavadol has talked about and the hiring of Miller point to a much more up-tempo, quick, high octane offense that we as Bayort fans saw quite a bit about a decade ago to to the tune of great success. So is that the way that this team is is moving towards and is that the right recipe for winning in, in today's Big
8: Twelve? You know, I, I I think, you know, again, you know, the the offense is is heading in that in that direction. I, I think, you know, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's gonna be, you know, up tempo you know, the, the entire game. Um, and I'm not saying it, it won't, uh, there certainly could, it, it could be. And I think it's going to be, you know, dependent upon who your, who your opponent is and, and, and all of that. But, um, you know, I think, you know, you're going to, you're going to see see an offense that's really creative and, you know, throws the ball around. Um, I, I think you'll see an offense that still knows and, and, and needs to, to, to run the ball and, you know, Jake it grew up in that in that system, knows it well. He's put his own spin on it. You know, he he went into into Cal, and I believe they were ranked in in the low 100s, and you know, moved them up to 40 in total offense. And so, you know, he's got a great handle on uh, on on you know on offense. And I think I think where Jake's really good is taking a look at you know his his skill set and and ma- maximizing you know that that skill set in terms of you know who's who's on the field and um you know mason miller um you know I had an opportunity to meet with him loved him uh i think he's a he's a he's a ball coach i think he coaches young men hard but um but loves them up as as well and you know obviously spent time with coach leach uh, uh the um, you know deceased coach leach that, that that we all miss miss him and his personality but spent time with him at, at mississippi state and you know the the other two you know coaching uh openings i can't speak to them because uh, mm-hmm. we're still going through the process but i i think you know dave's gonna round round out um you know those those other two with uh uh two exceptional coaches as well so i really really feel good where where we're headed in terms of uh, replacing the three that left.
1: I thought that Kapilovic was a bad move. Uh, I mean, I understand going to Alabama, but still it left a bad taste in my mouth because he'd been on campus two months. He's been recruiting these guys. We saw him the other day with the O-line. It, it, are you kind of understanding, or did you have my same – my gut you know, was like, eh, I kind of understand the Christian Robinson situation because of everything – but the Kapilovic, Once you commit to something, and you sign a contract, and you commit to recruiting these kids, I feel like you should dig in and and stay. What was um, what was your gut feeling on that when you uh, when when you saw his decision?
8: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we, we we you always want what's best for, for people and their families. But that one, that one, you know, quite frankly, rubbed me the wrong way, and um, you know, felt like. You know, this, he's, he, and let me say this. He, he's a really good person. He's a, he's a heck of a football coach. Um, And, you know, but, you know, with that, Michigan State didn't have a job. We gave him an opportunity. Um, I thought, you know, uh, the contract that he signed was, was very fair. He was highly compensated. And, uh, you know, for, for him to leave after, you know, uh, a couple months or less, and uh you know who who it's really hard on are our kids, are our student athletes and um, and you know when Dave had to tell them that you know they were going you know yet you know have another you know coach that that uh, the one that they were just starting to get to know and, and really buy in with is is now leaving them, you know they, they feel like the the rug's been pulled out from under them, and so hated it for hated it for them. Um, but I do think that, you know, sometimes, you know, things work out and are, are a blessing. And, um, I think, I think Mason Miller's a heck of an offensive line coach. And I, I think he's going to be really great with, uh, with those young men. I think he's going to earn their tr- trust pretty, pretty quickly. But, um, uh, yeah, that one, that one didn't, didn't sit well with me.
1: All right. And, uh, real quick, uh, the, uh, this tennis thing, we just had Michael Woodson on, what a cool thing that will be out there. Um, and we're about to make way for women's basketball here in a second, but boy, I think that could be quite a scene. Number one comes to town and that's kind of a neat part of Baylor is that that tennis program, that men's tennis program has become pretty remarkable over the last 20 years or so. Uh, how cool is that when you get to see almost kind of these one-offs like that?
8: No, I'm, I'm excited about it. And, uh, you know, uh, Michael Woodson has, you know, been a been an assistant, you know, under our two previous head coaches. And, you know, finally the opportunity to to be the the, the head coach and has done a great job with the program. And it, what a what an awesome, you know, what an awesome opportunity, you know, on uh, on Wednesday against, you know, number one, Ohio State. And, you know, our team is, is starting to really come together. Had a big win against SC, and uh, so look forward to that. And uh, and again, Michael, um, Michael is never anyone that you have to say speed up. There's there's a <laughs> couple times say, hey, uh, Let's not take that corner quite as fast, but um, <laughs> that's what that's what makes makes great coaches, and certainly certainly appreciate him.
1: All right, well, we, we would like to keep going. Mac, I, I sure do appreciate it. Uh, I want to ask you at some point about those CFP models. You know, we got to 12, right? And now it's like, well, let's do 14, or let's do 16. It's, it's very interesting. And, boy, you're in a lot of these meetings and all of that. So the next time we do this, let's dig, in, let's dig into that, because wouldn't it be nice, Mac, to kind of see how 12 looks before we immediately try to go to 14 or 16?
8: Yeah, I mean I'll I'll speak, you know, from my, you know, probably big twelve Baylor hat rather than my, yeah. my CFD hat. And um uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, look, if it's if it's uh fourteen, not a not a significant change, maybe, you know, you're gonna add a couple uh potentially, you know, home games. Uh I just, you know, I I wonder just how T V partners, you know, would would feel about about the sixteen. I think you know, out, you know, um, you know, at least in, in our world, um, you know, the, the, the economy, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I think TV partners right now are being really, really careful. So we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. So, um, but, uh, I'm certainly excited and and honored to be part of it. So, and now we, uh, we need our women's basketball team to get a, to get a win on the road at Cincy.
1: Let's get after it. It'll start at 5 o'clock. Mac, thank you for doing this. Always fun.
8: All right. Appreciate you both. You take care.
1: Okay. Mac Rhodes, there he goes. Women's basketball coming up 5 o'clock, 4.30 on the pregame. We got to go. This is ESPN Central Texas.